Hello yet again. Thanks for tuning in to the most depressed man in podcasting. That's really saying something. Adam Pecora here, and this is, of course, Requiem for a Tuesday. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, look, last week I closed hoping to not really talk about the Bears that much. And I won't. I'm going to stick to it. I just can't really ignore. You know, we can't just act like nothing happened is really all I'm saying here. And look, the Broncos just lost 70 to 20. Unprecedented loss. And they are favored on the road against the Bears by three. Not even one or one and a half. Three and a half. I believe it's three and a half. Might just be three. Either way, what more do you have to say about the dumpster fire that is the Bears? I mean, like I said, look, just keep losing, keep losing. Knowing our luck, though, they're going to end up with the number one pick, maybe even the number two pick, and Caleb Williams is probably going to be like, nah, I'm going to stay in college. Fuck that. And uh, rightfully so. I mean... This is like a, I'm turning, I I don't know. I'm never going to not love them because I just can't. But it's like, yeah, I'm just going to check out, I think. It's like John Fox, Tressman era right now. I mean, it's worse than that. This is the worst team in the history of the team. Everybody's bad. It's everybody's fault. And even if it were one per, if you could point the finger, who fucking cares? Point the finger at someone who could fix it. And that would be the most shocking thing ever. It might just be doomed forever. It might be the worst thing of all time. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it looks like there will never be a moment of sunshine again. Like, I don't see... Who would be attracted to come to this? Who could possibly turn it around? Like, I'm, I'm losing even, I'm losing long-term optimism to where it's like, obviously the season is over. Um, you know, I I don't know. I don't see any scenario in which, oh, the organization's just going to get it right this time. It's over. Like, it's over. 10 years from like 10 years, I think is the best case scenario. I I mean, we're the jets. They're the same. They're the same. And you know, a good season every five years has made us like, think that we're not the jets. We're the jets and it's bad. Like we're the Browns and the jets and Both of those teams are in better situations. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Last year, I kind of, to make the season more bearable, I kind of made the Giants my surprise fandom. Like, okay, I can at least root for them after the Bears lose. And then that'll give me a little something. Um, Obviously, I'm still kind of rooting for them this year. The impact just isn't there especially since they're coming out like dog shit. So I'm kind of looking for a new bandwagon team this year. 
Not that the Giants had one. Um, it would be the Lions, because I do... Excuse me, I'm burping live. I don't care. I feel like garbage. You know what I did after the Bears game yesterday? I was like, I'm getting a lot of McDonald's. And then you know what else I did? I went to Burger King for dessert. Sad times, people. Sad, sad times. Although Burger King, you know, superior dessert. If you haven't had a Hershey pie from Burger King, what the fuck are you doing to yourself? Um, anyway, uh... Yeah, it's just it's just bad. I, I don't even know. I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> but of course, uh the Lions. Look, the preseason hype was too much, plus a division rival. It's like I, I'm not gonna hop on that. Now again, not that there's a rivalry with fucking anyone. The Bears are just an absolute joke. Um too much hype on them though. Uh right now, look, it took me a while to get into the Giants last year, especially after historically hating that franchise. Um, right now it's kind of the Falcons, but Desmond Ritter might be so bad that it's not salvageable. Um, but I like a lot of the pieces on that team. So we'll see. I mean, if they become completely unwatchable, then it's like, well, or stay completely unwatchable like they were yesterday. Then it's like, well, I'm not going to root for them if they're just going to be bad. Like, there has to be some element of joy that I get out of the team. So I'm just kind of waiting for that. There's nobody jumping out at me so far, which is sad because I need to pivot. I need a summer vacation team. You know, that's what it is. It's not even, I. you know, you call it fair weather, you call it bandwagon. If you're negative and annoying, I just need something to not want to jump off of my roof every Sunday. Like, I need a silver lining. Um, and obviously my pick of trying to think the Giants were going to step up a year and maybe contend, uh, not looking great. They're rough. I believe they play tonight as I'm recording this. Uh, or no, sorry, they got crushed on Thursday. That's right. How could I forget how badly they got crushed on Thursday. Look, I just really didn't want to pick the Niners to be the NFC Super Bowl team. But it is the team. It's either the Niners or the Eagles repeating. I don't like doing either of those chalky-ass picks. Um, but, I mean, I hate the Niners. I hate the Niners. I love some of their pieces, too. Like, I love Debo and Ayuk. And the Purdy story is amazing. I love any story like that. Everybody does. But everybody else, I I dislike. I don't like Fred Warner. I don't like CMC. I definitely don't like George Kittle. I don't even really know why. I don't have good reasoning. I'm just letting you know, in case you were wondering. And I don't like the Eagles either. I love A.J. Brown. But other than that, I mean... I, I just don't like them. I've never liked the Eagles either. That's not true. Mike Vick Eagles. But that was for my boy. Other than that, I have despised the Eagles my entire life. So. That's that. I mean, I don't know. I guess I just wanted to uh, dive deeper into more of my failures in predicting this year. I'm just in awe still. It's like you find out your fucking wife's a serial killer. It's like, oh my God, the Bears are the worst everything ever. 
I had no idea. Right in front of my face. How didn't you know? Like, you definitely knew. It's like, no, I swear to God. I I had blinders on. I don't know what it was. I mean... Like, the more, the more I think about it, just about that realization alone, I start to get, like, really, really, like, genuinely sad in just being like, wow, I'm such a dumb fuck. My heart is literally broken. And also, like, what? Look, I get how famous Taylor Swift is to where that they had to talk about it the whole time. What I don't like is that it's very clearly just for this purpose. Like, it's just a big PR thing. And, like, they're literally not even dating. They literally, like, haven't even met. Like, they met that day, I believe, is the story that I'm hearing. So, like, why are we pretend... Why are we just going along with it? And then, why are people like, oh, my God, she's eating chicken tenders. Oh, my God, this is the sauce. I mean, get a fucking life. I understand that I'm on here talking about football and a lot of people are like, get a fucking life. Whatever to that point because you're talking you're analyzing someone's fucking game day snack is not the same thing as analyzing the game that that person is watching like this is the same like that's a similar argument to being like video games are a sport and it's like well i can't argue with you because you're on the side of i don't like sports but i like video games it doesn't make you right you're just never gonna agree with me you know Cheerleading is not a sport. Like it's not a thing we need to discuss. That's not an opinion. You know what Taylor Swift is eating is not interesting. That is not an opinion. It's not interesting. So I'm so like. That's what you're getting out of watching a football game. It's sad and disgusting, and ultimately, obviously, I'm just super bitter about the game itself. However. No matter what, I would find it stupid. I would just be way less angry about it. I also, you know, am very publicly and openly against Taylor Swift. So, whatever, I guess. She wins again and I lose again. So, it's just how it goes anyway. It doesn't matter. So, it's fine. I eat shit. That's what my fucking life is. I eat shit and I take shit and I smile and I say, yes, sir. May I have another? Because I'm a fucking loser. (laughs) But I mean, like, I am. I just act like this is the worst. It's the worst. And I don't want them to turn anything around. It's... it's naggy all over again. I want it to be just be over. Fuck them all. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. What is like if I don't win the fucking lottery tomorrow, I might as well just end my life tonight. That doesn't make any sense, obviously. I'm too upset to even be coherent in my absurd jokes. Look, I'm too fucking sadistic to actually 
sever any ties or do anything. It's just going to be more of this forever. And I said I didn't want to spend that much time on it, and it's half the fucking episode now. Because, you know, whatever. Because I'm a little piece of shit. (laughs) Holy fuck. It's just like, the more, the more I think about it, I just keep facing it. And Guys, what are we supposed to do? I mean, I have to move. It's the only thing I can even think of. Like, I have to move. And where where the fuck am I going to go, you know? I do love Kansas City, and I was looking at houses. Let me tell you, I could buy a house in Kansas City, and I'm broke. <laughs> like it's realistic and I wouldn't even want to do that but all I'm saying is that's a realistic place that I could live in and boy I would be so happy I'd be so happy eat meat watching Mahomes I think if there is one I don't know whatever s- scenario comes up where it's like you could get one football do-over and see how it plays out in your head like if there was some thing where you could watch the other dimension and watch that reality and get that recapped into like a two-hour movie the bears drafting patrick mahomes would be the interesting most interesting alternate reality i would ever want to see because would they just destroy him Like, how bad would it be? Would he play for the Bears and take, like, 48 sacks and throw, like, 19 picks a year and they'd, like, flirt with the playoffs every year? They'd make the playoffs, like, three out of seven years and they'd go to the conference title, like, twice, maybe make one Super Bowl and lose it with him? Like, would he basically just be Jay Cutler, I guess is what I'm saying? Like, a better Jay Cutler? Possibly just being real because even, even that that's like the peak of what we could have done with Patrick Mose, in my opinion, uh, if we're being real, like let's say we, if we did draft it, I don't envision any scenario where we're winning multiple Super Bowls and contending every year. It, it, we're just not that. And we will never be that. And that's it. I'm moving on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This keeps happening. Honestly, Maybe next week. But here's the thing. They're going to comically lose to the Broncos, and how am I not going to mention it? And I'll be upset if they win. I will. I will. I want them to lose 18 straight games, at least, just to show how bad everybody is. Uh, Anyway, look, I watched Sudden Death last night. I was hoping I'd have a ton of material for the show. I just don't. Um, I'm on the record on this very podcast of loving, like, beyond belief, to the surprise of everyone, myself included, loving Time Cop. I thought it was a very well-made whatever. Go listen to that episode if you want to hear my thoughts on it. S- took me by surprise. So I thought, okay, sudden death. They make another movie together the next year. You figure they just kind of double down, and it's great. Listen, this movie loses a lot of the production quality, and I don't know what happened. 
Uh, it obviously was a lower budget movie, but I assumed that was just for scale and effects and all those type of things. Just the production value overall was way down. Um, because, I mean, everybody knows, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme is essentially B-movie Schwarzenegger or B-movie Stallone, whatever you want it to be. He's the B-movie action guy. And you kind, you kind of either love them or you hate them. A lot of them are just really unwatchable and boring. Not that I've seen that many. Uh, frankly, Bloodsport's very good. You know, overall. You have to deal with like 20 rough minutes, but then it's worth it. If that even, honestly. But I'm pretty sure it's a coin flip most of the time. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a coin flip in the best case scenario, actually. And most of the time they're pretty bad and unwatchable, but I don't know. I am interested in doing a deeper dive into his filmography, I will be honest. That might be a big future in this show. We'll see. I make a lot of open promises like that, and I do not deliver. <laughs> Who are we kidding? I'm never going to watch Atlanta. That's the official declaration. Well, never say never, but probably won't be a topic on this show. Um... Anyway, so right away, they do kind of try to do a cut to the chase thing. Um, I like that they do an exposition background story instead of just trying to like talk it out for no reason. But then that's followed up by a really long exposition thing that's really thrown together. A lot of choppy editing. And it's basically like he's taking these kids to the hockey game. He's also the fire marshal. And then they also try to horn in that he's not and that his kids kind of think he's a punk bitch, which is like totally unnecessary. Um, but the crime stuff is done pretty well. You're kind of thrown right into their whole enterprise. This movie is essentially like the Fenway heist. If the Fenway heist from the town were the whole movie. Slash die hard. So it's like if John McClane showed up to the Fenway heist of the town, that's sudden death. It's an incredible premise. Um, like if this were given the A movie treatment that I feel like for some reason Time Cop was. I mean, it's a high budget movie. It made $100 million, which for the time, again, listen to my episode if you're interested. Uh, point being. I thought that, you know, naturally that movie made money. They're doing another movie together. The Der Peter Hyams, I believe is his name. You figure it, they're coming back with the same level of stuff and they just really weren't. It's whatever. It's not not in line with Jean-Claude's other films uh, in terms of choppy editing. Look, the point of it is for the action and the action in this stuff is good. A lot of solid, brutal, like true violence like gruesome 90s late really late 80s violence in this movie um although there definitely was a propensity to just show a lot of gore in action movies for a long time maybe this maybe that was like a tarantino reaction in the 90s i don't really know but a gory film uh a little bit absurd he ends up getting onto the ice as like a goalie but he also does conveniently get around the stadium and find a bunch of bombs. Um, the overall plot is uh, these goons essentially set, 
set up bombs around the arena and then they knew that the vice president was going to be in attendance as, you know, election year type shit. They make the rounds for PR and whatever. Um, I love that they got real NHL approval. This was a big thing in the 90s, apparently. It seems like a lot of movies back then just had official deals. Uh, Blackhawks, Penguins, Stanley Cup, unlike the 91 actual match where the Blackhawks got pummeled this was games this is game seven it ends up going to overtime hence the title sudden death um basically they take the vice president hostage via the cook by taking his wife hostage pretty elaborate well done crime stuff like I said and they show them set all this up pretty well Uh, They take the vice president hostage. They basically like move a bunch of these bank accounts around. So I end up with a bunch of fucking money. Not bad. And he's like, I can't whatever. He's like, okay, we're going to fucking kill someone in this suite every at the end of every period. And then at the end of the game, if it's not done, I'm blowing up the fucking stadium and I'll be dead. Whatever. I don't care. I'll kill us all. I believe he has a helicopter waiting for him so he can escape. Whatever absurd it would be better honestly if it was just i'm this deranged dude it's like give me the money or we're all gonna die like i don't really care make it happen or don't um and then it's revealed that like the cops that are outside are also in on it because it kind of made sense you're like why are they not just infiltrating this thing just because the people have eyes they might kill them i don't know doesn't make sense how many gunshots they're shooting in the suite no one's really doing anything about it like i get that a game is loud but you'd hear that so I don't really know how much it makes that much sense. Um, overall, though, just a one of those great premise, not that greatly executed. I'd certainly watch it again, you know. Um, I don't know. I feel like Jean-Claude Van Damme should have been giving, given some more mainstream roles. Obviously, the acting's not really there. Not that Schwarzenegger's ever... Like, there's a few times when Schwarzenegger can really act, but most of the time, you know, the role is dictating that he can't, which is fine. Do that with JC. Um, And, I mean, his physical abilities and fighting skill and stuff, you know, honestly trumps Schwarzenegger, who's just a massive guy. You know, in comparison to crazy shit. But, I mean, it. you know, Bruce Lee was a massive star. Obviously, that's a whole nother realm. Not trying to compare the two. Uh, Bruce Lee was a trailblazer and yada, yada, yada. We know all this stuff. But I'm just saying. Higher profile. Like, Jet Lee made some major movies in America. I don't know. Just didn't happen for him. But it's almost like, I feel like Jean-Claude Van Damme is like a legend. I guess my thing is it just like bothers me that he probably isn't doing that well financially. And if he is, then forget everything I said. And I hope he is. And that's all I'm really saying. My point is simply, I hope you're doing well financially, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Um, <laughs> but I feel like he's the type of guy where it's like, oh, his movies just get better with age and like, whether it's a critical reevaluation or not, it's just like you want to watch some fun shit, throw in a Van Damme movie. You know? I'll watch Kickboxer tonight if somebody was like, You want to watch Kickboxer? Fuck yeah. Still haven't seen that one. 
really, I really, I'm just, I'm up, I'm up for time cop. That's really my main thing. Is I thought that that should have led to more things, and uh, people do not agree with me on that, and I don't care. I'm gonna stand by it. I'm gonna stand by it. It's his. It's Jean Claude Van Damme's Miami Vice. You guys don't understand. Uh, hey, there's still time also. You know, all we need is like David Fincher to be like, get in this. When the fuck does that movie come out also? That's what I need to watch. Uh, not until October 27th. That's going to be fucking awesome. God bless David Fincher. Love him so much. We may have to redo the David Fincher rankings. Did I do a David Fincher rankings? I want to say that I did, right? You know what? I want to say that when Mank came out, I still hadn't seen a couple of the movies, and so I didn't rank them yet. Interesting, ladies and gentlemen. We may have a big episode coming Around Halloween, then. Oh, boy. <sighs> Whatever else is going on, look, the writer's strike might be ending. That's exciting, I suppose. There's still the actor strike. All it means is delays, delays, delays. I'm not happy. I, I need some new things to watch, ladies and gentlemen. If you got any recommendations, send them my way. Desperate times here. Desperate times. Uh, Netflix is enacting their location policy, so I'm losing. I'm losing stuff left and right. Uh, who knows? I might have to start paying for some of these accounts, which would not be ideal at all. It would not be ideal at all. <sighs> Go Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> My maybe team of the year. We'll see. Uh, I guess before I get out of here, didn't do plugs at the beginning. We'll plug them at the end. Uh, so thanks to everybody for tuning in. want to say the numbers have been nice and healthy. So maybe the Bears rants are at least getting me, getting something out of there. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Keep Downloading the apps and sharing it with people and spreading the word. Uh, it's working. I got to say, took a dip in the summer, but that makes sense. Y'all had some things to do, as did I. We're all people doing things. Look at us. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe as well as share and whatever. Uh the merch is available at rfat.bigcartel.com if you are so inclined. You can follow me on Instagram at adam.rfat. That's R-F-A-T. Ladies and germs. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. Next week, I have a fresh copy of Tomorrowland on Blu-ray sitting in front of me. Uh... Made an attempt, fell asleep. Not a great sign. It was late. I was drinking. So put two and two together. 
kind of adds up. So we'll see if that materializes into anything. Uh, if not, I'm sure I'll have another sad Bears moment despite my best efforts to not include it on the show as much. Um, it'll also, I think we're looking at a week four quarter season sports corner recap next week. Either way, that was in the cards no matter what, uh, doing quarterly stuff. So, yeah, I think that's where we are at. Uh, one last thing before I get out of here. Apparently the office is being rebooted. Uh, a show that ran for three and a half seasons too long is for some reason being brought back, probably without the character who made it good. And also, that show has aged poorly, even for me. And I never really got it to begin with, and I still don't like it very much. There are some good episodes here or there. Anyway, that sounds like a giant disaster. And whatever. No one will learn anything, and everything will just be garbage for all eternity, I guess. Um, how long before we're rebooting shows that were canceled after like a season or two? Now, maybe some of those didn't deserve it. I get it. That's happened before, like the family guy situation or whatever. Not that that necessarily deserves to still be on, but you get the point. Uh, I mean, just it's over. Just give up. Now, if it's with completely different people or whatever, I don't know. You know, they're trying to redo it a whole nother way. I didn't read too much into it. I doubt that that's even the case. Whatever it is, it'll probably be bad. But it might be good material for the show. At the very least, I suppose. Uh, but whatever. More shit always. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's all we need to say. Uh, remember, I are fat. You are fat. We are fat. Calculator.